Hello and welcome back guys behind the charts. This is episode number 11. I told you we are getting it kick-started. Now in this episode, I'm going to be answering one question. Now this is a question that is a broad question. Okay, it's a pretty broad question and I'm going to go into different very uh, various answers of it and the question is how much should I start trading with? Okay guys, let's get into this episode. Let's run the intro. Okay, guys, so welcome back. Um, And as I said, we are, of course, going to be taking a dive into the question of how much should I start trading with? And this is a question that, that as a mentor as somebody on Instagram that shares trading, gets asked this question all the time. Now, whether it be by students or whether it be by just followers, I'm always being asked this question. And that is why I wanted to give my view on this. Okay. Now, number one, before you even think about investing into an account, you need to be able to prove that you can trade in the markets, whether it be from backtesting or demo trading. Now, anything that I'm going to say in this is my own personal view, okay? I'm not FCA regulated, so I'm not giving any financial advice. This is pure my own personal view. And I believe you should not be looking to invest your capital into the markets, or even thinking about the capital into the markets until you have proved to yourself that the system that you are trading works, either whether it be in backtesting or demo trading, before you think of actually using live money in the market. And that is sort of the first go-to base outlined rule, okay? Now, as I go through this podcast, it may sound like The process I'm talking about is the longest process. It's going to take forever. And it may come across like that, but it's what I believe as the correct process, okay? And as a mentor, it's the most correct process in terms of taking the least risk, in my view, right? So as a trader, our jobs are actually to minimize the risk. That is what our job is, okay? We're risk managers. We're here to manage our risk. We're here to keep our trading uh, trading account alive. We're here to play out the edge over and over and over again. And you need to see that edge playing out before you decide to invest your money. And that is, for me, the first baseline rule. Now, when it comes down to investing, this is something that I feel not a lot of people refer to, okay, or preach or teach is the fact that investing is done on return on investment as your, obviously, your profit. But it should be looked at either on a monthly basis, a quarterly basis, or a yearly basis in terms of results and return on investment. Personal view again, I don't really see daily or weekly return on investment as sort of like a figure that you can take and uh, look at making that again and again and again. Whereas when you're, when you're getting an average monthly 
return on investment over a period of six months, half a year, uh, or 12 months. That gives you a return on investment over a period of time compared to only looking at a return on investment over a day. So where I'm going with this is that's something as a trader you need to understand as this also obviously has an impact on how much you invest and then your return on investment is of course how much you get in return. Okay, and you need to be having a sort of guideline over a period of time. Okay, if somebody came to you and told you they're a profitable trader and you said, amazing, amazing, show, show, me, some of your, show me some of your trades over the last year and they're like, oh no, well, I've only been profitable for the last week. You would be like, uh, well, okay, that's not really a profitable trader, right? Because it's only been a week. And that's why I don't look at returns on investment over a period of a week, okay? Um, And you shouldn't. And I look at it on monthly, quarterly, half a year basis, and and the yearly basis, sorry. And that's how I look at figures in the market. You could have a bad week, and then you could have a great three weeks. But if you was looking at it weekly, that first week, you may have given up, right? Um. And that's just really how I, how, I, how I look at it in terms of return on investment. Now, from backtesting, this can give you an idea or an average of what you could look to potentially make from the markets. And of course, you would need to, do, to be doing calculations, but this always goes back to something that I'm a true, true believer of, which is data. Okay, I'm a true believer of listening to the data. Um, and that's exactly what backtesting is. That's exactly what backtesting can provide you. So, for example, if you were to backtest a market for a one year, that would show you the return on investment that you could have made that year. So it gives you something to work from rather than just no data at all. And then from that potential return on investment, You could then start working out on how much you are willing to invest and how much you could potentially make back. Of course, past results don't guarantee future results. And that is something that goes without saying. Nobody can predict the guaranteed future results. Um, And that's something that is just investing and you have to take into consideration. The one thing that I always focus on is limiting the risk as much as possible. That's, That's what I really, really focus on is limiting the risk as much as possible. Um, And that's something that you guys should also focus on as well. So um, going back to gaining an average, if you was to therefore backtest one market for say three years, this is now going to give you even a bigger and better average of what you could potentially make moving forward. And that's just by collecting data and that's just by putting in the work and that's just by... um, and that's just by recording the data, reviewing the data, and seeing really the percentages that, that you, you can make and that you see, okay? And then that enables you to give you an idea, and it enables you to give you an average that you could work from, right? Um, and that's what I'm a big believer of. So you guys will probably be able to see where I'm going here. Um, so say for, say, for example, you backtested 10 markets. Um, all of the markets were from the year of 2018, to the year of 2019. 
Okay, so you've backtested 10 markets over the period of one year each market, giving you 10, um, 10 years worth of data technically or 10 markets over the year. And say over that year of 2018 to 2019, you made 70%. Okay, let's say you made 70% profit. Now, if that is over 10 markets over the period of a year making 70%, you can look at that as giving you an average return on investment per month of 5.4%. And this is now therefore leading you into actually seeing what you could possibly make. Not from random figures, not from your mentor telling you, not from nothing else apart from the data that you have collected. And this is the process, guys, that I would, in, I would encourage you. I encourage you to really, really follow this process into working out how much you're... Of course, it comes down to what you've got in the bank as well and what you can afford to risk as well. It comes down to that as well. Um, but put that to the side. I'm more talking about how you should really um, work out how much you should have in your trading account or how much you should start with in your trading account. And we're going to get into a bit more detail as we continue through into this podcast. Um, but I'm just breaking it down step by step. So again, taking it back 10 markets over a period of a year, 70% profit using that as a guide can bring you 5.4% on average per month. And if we was to therefore calculate that into money and we was to say that our initial investment was 10,000 pound. Um, and if you did not compound, this would mean that you would technically make 5.4% a month, which therefore would be 540 pound or dollars, euros, yens, whatever it is that you guys, uh, countries are trading in, right? So 10,000 uh, account, $10,000 or pounds, we'll go with pounds because of that's what I'm used to. And it's, it's just easier. It sounds weird when I'm sitting here talking in euros or something. Um, I always refer to pounds. It's what you use every day, isn't it? It's what you get used to. Um, so, and again, say you didn't compound it, 5.4% makes £540 per month. And if you withdrew that every month, then that could actually return you £6,480 per in, in a year. And that is if you are making that 5.4%, okay? So it's obviously um, close up to the 7,000 figure there um, of the 70%, Um not compounded there. So that obviously gives you a 6,480 per year. And all we did, so to get to that there, we now know a possible return on investment from 10,000. And we did that by collecting data, proving the strategy worked, proving what you personally or me could, could, could produce over that period of that year, over 10 markets. You may want to do 10 markets over the period of two years and get a better understanding. I always say this, more data, the better, right? Of course. More is always better than less. And that is why I always say collect the data and listen to the data. And we could do that same calculation with 50,000 investment. And that would return you £2,700 per month on a 5.4% gain. And therefore, that has enabled us to see the difference between investing 10000 and the difference investing 50000 based on the same results as what we've what we've collected. And of course, it comes down to the person and how much money they've got. But one key thing is to understand the return on investment. And that comes into play when people are looking to go full-time trading, which is something that we will get into in another episode. Okay, because when you go into full-time trading, you now need to make that percentage. 
which is, of course, a whole different story. And, of course, that's where, therefore, you need to approach it a bit different. Okay, but if we're just talking about starting up your trading account, now we've talked about 10,000, we've talked about 50,000 pound accounts. Now, this is just an example. Trust me, I am not telling you guys that you need that amount to start off with. Please, please, please do not start off with that amount. Okay, you need to first of all, build your confidence through the back testing that enables you to see potential return on investments. Then I would advise that you start off with a small account. Okay, and then test those return on investments. See how you do over the period of a quarter. See how you do over the period of half a year, two quarters, or see how you do over a year, right? Rushing the process is only going to lead you to going backwards. And that's why this sounds like a long process. And that's why not a lot of people go through this process because it's a long process and people want stuff now. Understandable, who wouldn't want it now, right? A lot of people go into a course, do the course, and just go into the live markets thinking, we've got it. It doesn't work like that. And that's why, again, people do fail no matter what course they do take because they still follow that same process rather than going through the repeated process of backtesting and proving that it works to you. Then testing it on a small account to prove that you can trade it in the live markets. And then, of course, doing your average return on investment per month, seeing what works for you best, how much you need to return, depending on your lifestyle, depending on your commitments, depending on your whatever you do in life, is, of course, how much you're going to look to make. Nobody can guarantee nothing. Never. But we can have an idea and we can have an average to work from. And that is what, as a mentor, I prefer to teach into my students to work with. And also to work with data. So you don't have to go into the markets with an unexpected like image and an unexpected potential return. So for example, say I went in and I did a course, okay? So I've gone in, I've done this course, and uh, I have not back-tested, but I see other people in the community there making 20% in a month, right? So I will automatically tell myself, I'm going to make 20, 30% this month. Great, amazing. And that's only from somebody else. I've collected no data. I've not tested the strategy. I've not done nothing. All I did was watch the course. Now I'm going to go live markets expecting to make 20, 30% in the month. And that's where it goes wrong. That is exactly where it goes wrong. Whereas I prefer to teach people to use the data. Use the numbers that you produced. Use the data that your eyes saw, that your eyes saw in the markets that you are going to be moving forward to trade. So it's only best to take your data, not somebody else's, but yours. Okay, and as I said, what I talk about here is always my own opinion and my own view, but we're all entitled to our own opinion and our own view. Uh, this may help some people, some people may completely disagree. And that is, the, that is the world, that's the world, that's freedom of speech, that's people agreeing and disagreeing, and that's people agreeing to disagree. It's a thing. Not everybody sees eye to eye. Not everybody's going to agree. We've all got our own individual brains. We are all going to come to our own decision. And that, that's in trading too. You will make your own decisions. No matter whether you're trading the same strategy as somebody else or not, you are still making your own decisions. Okay? And how much you invest is also your own decision. Nobody else's. Not mine. Nobody else's. It's yours. All I do is share how people can look at the markets. Oh, sorry, how people can look at their data to work out how much to invest into the markets. Okay, um, so the real key is you need to understand how much you can expect to return. 
whether you're going to be happy with that and whether you can do that consistently. Now, everything I've always said is use data. Data is one of the most important, valuable things in trading. I'm a big believer of that. If you go back over anything that I always say, I always refer to data, backtesting, journaling, listen to the data, review the data. What more can you do? It's what you produced and that's what you need to listen to. Now, what do I personally think the process should be into trading live funds and trading a substantial amount of live funds? Okay, because if I get asked this often as well, what would I do? Now, my journey was actually all over the place because I didn't have somebody like a mentor or me doing podcasts here right now to try and share my view. I didn't have anybody like that sharing their view on these little subjects, right? On the subject of this is very, this is a small question. It's a very simple question. It's a question you ask at the very start, which is why kicking back off the podcast, I've gone in with this, in with this question because it's such a, such a common, common question. And a lot of people always get the answer of only invest what you can afford to lose. And that is great advice. And I 100% agree right? I 100% agree, only invest what you can afford to lose. But understanding your return on investment is very, very important to how much you're looking to invest. Um, so going back into what I personally believe the process should be into live trading. Now, I think a beginner should backtest minimum five markets for minimum two years of data per market, right? So that could be 2018, 2020 of Euro USD. That would be that market complete and do five markets. Okay. And again, if you're not happy with the results after that, then you need to stop and then you need to reevaluate and you may need to do another five markets or you may need to go back over those same five markets and redo them to see whether you've got better over time. Okay. Now that comes back into your back testing, and that's what your mentor should obviously be helping you decide. But uh, what I'm what I'm saying is five markets minimum, two years worth of data per market. Then you want to review the best three out of the five markets. So as a beginner, you are only focusing on three markets, not all of the markets. Beginners do not need to do that. Okay, we do not need to do that. So remember that. Um, and then I would say demo trade these markets for three to six months to gather some confidence. Okay, six months, maybe a year, it's up to you as the trader. Then I would say to trade the markets with a small live account. We're talking micro or mini lots. Um, Keeping it small, keeping um, the investment small, so you don't damage your psychological emotions. So you don't think that you, well, hopefully you don't think that you're going to get rich quick off of the small account. Um, and you actually treat the account with the correct risk management. Only once you've actually been doing this and doing that for a, for a substantial period of time, and you are happy and you are willing to say to yourself, I stick to my rules. I can make this percentage over and over and over again. I do this consistently. Then I believe you should invest more funds. And that is the point. Once you've proven to yourself in backtesting, You've proven to yourself in demo trading. You've proven to yourself in a live small account. I think you've proved yourself enough. Now, some people will miss the demo trading part. And I get that, right? I do understand it because, of course, you've just back-tested. You want to go into the live markets. You want to have the, the little bit of a, 
the, the live market edge, not just demo trading the live markets. And therefore, I understand going into the market straight off back testing with a small live account. And as long as you put in the money that you can really afford to lose, then I I would do it too, personally me. Like, and that's personal, right? I would do it too, right? Um, I, when I was learning, did I demo? I think I'd made a, made a demo for a couple of days. I think I had a demo account for a couple of days. Then I went straight into live accounts, blowing, blowing, blowing them, blowing them. Um, I wasn't ever thinking how much should I invest. You don't. Like, I just, you just think another thousand pound, you're going to flip it. Another thousand pound, you're going to flip it. You're never thinking on return on investment. And to flip a thousand pound, that's 100%. So you really need to take a step back, understand your return on investment. Um, and of course, those five steps that I just mentioned, the five markets for two years of data, reviewing the best three out of the five, demo trading those three markets, and then going into a small live account and then into a bigger live account. That there is what I would see as the most precautionary risk approach that you can take into investing into a live account in the markets. As long as when you're continuing to go through each stage, you continue to prove to yourself that your trading is producing you averages and consistent averages return on investment because of that is what the key is, the return on investment. And that is just the way that I am. As a mentor, I'm here to teach you what I believe is the correct way, the less risky way, and the most thorough way. And data is the most thorough. Now, everyone is unique, and you should, you've should got to understand this. You should never look at somebody else's data, compare your data with theirs, think they're better than you, you're better than them. You should only focus on your data. Your data is your data, and that's what you produced, and that's what you could potentially produce in the future. Just because of somebody else has produced the data and produced results does not mean that you will produce those same results. You may produce better. You may produce worse. Next year, they may produce worse. You may produce better. Who knows? And that's why you should always focus on yourself. Your data is a true reflect of you. And that's what you need to be looking at on terms of your potential return on investment. Now, I'm going to leave you with just this little thought. Okay, so I want you to just have this little thought. Making 20% in one month with a £10,000 account will return you £2,000 profit. £2,000 return on investment. Making 4% in one month with a £50,000 account will return you £2,000. And yes, they are both the same and that's my point that is my exact point you need to understand how much you are averagely making how much you're looking to make and how much you can afford to invest after you've followed the procedure of those five steps over a period of time and you've proved it to you inside out you've got so much confidence because you've proved it to yourself so many times not that you're overconfident but you're confident in your rules and you're confident in your edge. And that's what you need to do. So, of course, they are the same, but you need to understand what your data tells you is what you are capable of. And understand that calculations on return and investment can produce 
you can make more, you can make less. It's nothing's guaranteed. Now, when we get into how much you need to have to become a full-time trader, as I mentioned earlier on, that's for another episode, okay? And we will get into that episode and we will break down exactly the calculations and how I would look at going into becoming a full-time trader. And that's this podcast. This is the answer to this question or the way that I see the answer to this question. And it is all my personal view. And it's my personal view that I mentor. And that's what I'm here to share. So guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Um, And the answer to this question, because I don't think that there is an exact right answer. But it is each person's individual, individual view. And that is why I'm here right now sharing you my view. But guys, that is everything from behind the charts in this episode. I've got some cool stuff lining up. But before we go, we've made a little bit of progress on the wall. Now, this is only probably a quarter of what I've got planned for it. Now, guys, at the end of it, if we do not like it, it's coming straight down and we're going to do something um, here on uh, for, the, for the viewers on YouTube that can obviously see the video. Um, we will take it down and we will start something different. Um, but as you can see, we've started off, we've only got a little bit of um, just foam foam on the wall just to sort of take take the colour away for the minute and also to create a little bit of a thickness, okay? And that will all come to light uh, very, very soon. I'm waiting for a few more things to arrive to go on there. That's why we've had to stop there um, because waiting for a few more things to come and then we can, of course, continue and finish. So just thought I'd give you an update, guys, on that. That's the answer to the question of how much should you invest or how much should you start trading with. But guys, I repeat, I'm not FCA regulated. This is all my personal view and you should only invest what you can afford to lose. But do do the calculations and learn from the calculations. I hope you learned something in this episode. That's everything from me. I'll see you in the next one.